off the ball. The salary cap has gone so low. It's a very interesting decision. The decision is, do you work or do you play rugby? You know, and it may be better off to work. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. Gaelic football on Off The Ball with AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. I'm joined now by the All-Ireland winner uh, with Kerry and a selector with our Mac here in Donaghy. Uh, he's going to help us look ahead to what should be an exciting finish to the group stages of the All-Ireland Senior Football Championship for 2023. Uh, Kieran joins us on Off the Ball in association with Virgin Media as part of their launch for the rollout of two gig full fibre broadband to homes and businesses across the country. To celebrate the launch, Virgin Media will be delivering 4,000 boxes of full fibre cereal in Tralee, Cork and Donegal with golden ticket prizes that include Virgin Voyage Cruises and €500 Euro Norm, Harvey Norman vouchers as well. So a nice prize for anybody who gets those golden tickets. So we can see the link there, full fibre broadband, full fibre cereal. I suppose that brings us on to breakfast and it might be because I'm a little bit hungry as well. But I want to hear how you prepared for a match yourself on the, the day the day of a game. How would your breakfast look like if you were playing this weekend? Um, yeah, it was always a kind of... Um... I kind of get up early and have some cereal kind of guy. I, I didn't like the big dinners before games, so I, I definitely have some probably porridge early in the morning, uh, get out for my walk and walk some of that off. And then I, 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 I'm a big kind of, I like the eggs, mm. all types, fried, scrambled, uh, poached. Uh, and yeah, I would have always gone for something like that afterwards with, with brown toast or, or white toast, even on the day of a game, probably. Um, and... Yeah, uh, I, I I do like going for a breakfast, um, nearly as I like as much as I like going for dinner in the evening. Um, so yeah, it's uh, look obviously it's 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 a key meal for an athlete to make sure, you know, you're right. But it's probably the few days before is where it's probably even more important. You probably get away with a lot the morning of the game. But um, yeah, for me it was always um uh porridge uh early and uh a bit of a walk to, to to get that off and then and then maybe have a bit of eggs um eggs on top of it and was that something that was kind of mandated to you by a nutritionist were you somebody that could follow the nutrition guides easily or did you have to kind of lock up the sweet press and not open it until the summer was over uh no unfortunately i was i never locked the sweet press yeah. um i i i i said that I'm putting in enough without denying myself uh, a bit of chocolate with a cup of tea at night time after a long Fair hard enough. day, whether it be training, work or whatever. So, yeah, no, never lock the sweet press. And obviously when you go away with teams for big games, everything is kind of prescribed and everything is there for you. And uh, we, we, Kevin Beasley, um, uh, we carry and, and obviously we've Julie Davis would look after an awful lot of that stuff with, with our mass. So, uh, two highly skilled and qualified people to to kind of show you the way and, and, and you'd follow their lead as best as possible. But, um, you know, it was, uh, we weren't quite like, uh, I think Oshin McConville and Stevie McDonald were good guys to maybe skip the team breakfast and head to the real part of the restaurant and get the eggs and the black puddings and all the good stuff. <laughs> Never did that so, in the uh, arm. I, I, don't, I don't think players do that these days, but uh, yeah, no, uh, I think, Certainly from my playing career, we we, we, we kind of ate what we were told uh, once we went away with the team. And uh, that's the life of an athlete. What's the life of, life of a selector like? Can you eat whatever you like now? 
Yeah, it's 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 not as good. Myself and Kieran McKeever, uh, last weekend we we had a bit of a training weekend, and we said the last time we had a training weekend, all we did was eat and uh, uh, and eat more. And uh, I don't think we liked the scales either of us when we got back. So uh, we went for a good uh, hard set of runs uh, uh, after the first session, so we could um, maybe go in and and enjoy the food guilt free that we were stuffing into our gobs. So. Um, yeah, it's it's you. You definitely have to be more careful. But it's um, obviously look when you're when you're selecting. It's it's you know you're you you still have to feed yourself, but you're obviously not burning off what 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 you would as a player out in the pitch uh, before, especially in this heat that we're having the last number of weeks. It's 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 been an incredible spell of weather. So I suppose the stuff you're talking about around breakfast and 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 diet and 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 liquids are are hugely important at the height of the summer. And just tell us a bit about dealing with the heat because we know it is getting hotter every summer now and you know part of the the whole appeal of the GAA is playing out in the sunshine and we like to have those big kind of warm days but it is getting that little bit too hot now and, and do you have to change your approach to games I think it might be a little bit of rain in Carrick on Sunday so that might actually help a little bit but do you have to kind of factor in these water breaks now and, and making sure the players are getting enough hydration in the game now yeah look I I think that 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 you know uh, it's difficult when the weather gets good to kind of maintain the players' liquids the way they want to with with the pace of the game now, the way it's so into end, the amount of running they're doing, the way that the, the the people aren't allowed to bring on the water onto the pitch anymore to get it around. So some players in the middle channels mightn't get out to the wings that often to, to notify someone. You don't have time after restarts. You really only have, if someone's injured, to, to, to get water on board. So look, it is... I think I think having people that could run out with a with a, with a bottle of water and throw it at a player so you could get it and throw it back was was something that's probably um missed especially at this time at uh, this time of the year when when the weather is this hot but yeah look the players are are aware of you know it's probably what you do in the days leading up to a game is 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 probably where your fluid intake is is, is going to be a key uh, obviously during the during the game day you're just trying to replenish and and they get half time to 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 do a bit of that but. Um, it is it is it is tricky in the heat. There's no doubt about it. With the with the pace, the way the way the game is played now, and how many transitions and the way multiple players are getting up and down the pitch on both ends, it's um it's a very taxing game in the body. So we have to uh, just make sure that our our water guys can can alert players and get water into them as much as possible. In recent years, we've seen the Premier League and, and kind of international football take on more substitutes in an effort to give players a, a bit more recovery time and that kind of thing. Do you think the GAA will have to start implementing that as well? Will we start to see more players coming in if they are starting to play in this kind of heat in the summer? Uh, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think the I think the modern game, the, the subs are kind of wrong. You know, I, I think, you know, in, in this modern game, limiting ourselves to five subs with the pace of the game, uh, with the amount of games that we have during the summer, I think it's something that they have to look at next year and, and kind of immediately, if, if not sooner, because when you've this many games in quick succession um, for non-professional players, it's, uh, you know, you're probably picking up injuries late in games where you probably ideally like to take a player off if he's flagging on, on, on the GPS or, or he's visibly flagging. And you don't have sub because you only have five. Um, and then, you know, you don't take him off and then he pulls his hamstring and he's missing three of the most important games of, of his season because of that. You know, I think, I think you know, uh, I, I think they could definitely open it up to more subs, um, you know, and I think they should open up all the panels to being able to name 30 players to play because 
having 30 players playing an A versus B trial match, uh, you know, the, the Wednesday night before a huge championship game and then you have to go and tell four fellas that they're not going to be actually down in the team sheet the weekend is... It's a, it's a bit silly the way the game has gone. Like, we 30 players when I was playing um, uh, that could talk and come on. I, I, I don't get why that has changed to 26 unless it's a uh, it's a, it's a revenue saver for county boards or the GA in general that they don't have to pay mileage to bigger squad numbers, but they're paying it anyway because the amount of players they are. I'm not yeah. sure why it was taken down to 26, but I think it's something they have to look at whether, you know, five and 26 is wrong. I think if they did seven and, and 30, I think it'd be a far better thing. And at least you know that, you know, late in the game when that player is on the verge of having an injury that's going to spoil the rest of his season, you know, you could potentially get him off. Uh, whereas now you just don't have that option. And he goes on one more hard run or one more hard chase down of a player and something goes. It's a huge punishment for a player now to get injured. When I got, when we were getting injured when I was playing, it was, you know, you could get injured in the Munster final and you'd have seven weeks to get ready for an yeah. All-Ireland quarterfinal. You know, you could nurse most injuries back in that time, whether it be a shoulder, a hamstring, whatever. Uh, no guys are playing every week so if you do the slightest minor of injuries you you could miss two games and that two games could define your year and you're after training seven or eight months to 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 give yourself the best chance and and that injury spoils your season and could potentially spoil, it, spoil a team season uh, if, if the player is, is key enough to them so it's um, you know it's something they do definitely have to look at I'd say time for players it's more options for you guys and you know hopefully that'll lead to better games for supporters as well so it seems to be a bit of a win-win for everybody involved and I suppose getting on to game time that, that brings us on to the championship format I'm sure you've been asked this plenty of times but are you in favour of the, the kind of group stages that we have now or do you think that we might need to go back to, to something we've seen previously no, no, no. I, 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 I just think everyone needs to take uh, a bit of a chill pill on it. I think it's um, I, 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 you can't please everybody. There's no doubt about it. I think, you know, when we had the super eights in, you know, there's too many dead rubbers. There's too many dead rubbers. That was that was what's been told. Um, before that, we didn't have enough games in the summer. Teams weren't getting enough games. Certainly, the D- division three, division four teams weren't getting enough games. That was a fact. Uh, the Talton Cup has done a great job in getting high quality games for those people in the summer. Uh, those teams are are improving. Um, they're coming up ready to go. You see what Westmead have done this year. They were 14 points all with Galway until they got the man sent off. Uh, they should have probably beaten us in, in the athletic grounds in that game. Um, you know, Desi Dolan's done a great job with them. The, the, the buzz that they got off of winning that, the scenes in Mullingar last year. You know, that's in my eyes, that's all good. Does it does is everyone going to be happy? No. Uh, because you know, as I said, three or four years ago, we didn't have enough games in the summer. Now we've too many games. Uh, we two coming out of a group, we too many dead rubbers. Now we've three coming out of a group. There's too many teams coming out of the group. It's you know, look, the the the, the, the it's it, you're never gonna please everybody, in and, and and that's just that's the way modern life is. Uh when everybody has an opinion, um you're just not gonna you're just not gonna please everybody, but it's year one, um, uh, you know, you, you've had Lowe come up this year and uh, they had a really good game against Cork. They went up to Castlebar when nobody gave them a chance and they lost by one and, and potentially could have won that game. You know, so teams are getting great exposure to, to other venues, to bigger teams um, and, and and look for players. I was always on, 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 on the give me more games any day bar, rather than training more, so. Look, as I said, you're you are not going to please everyone, and that's that's the way that's the way it is. No, and there's no point in 
trying either. Um, you know, some people have been complaining that there has been a bit of a lack of jeopardy in the group stages so far, but there is plenty of, uh, you know, kind of victories on the line and, and some moral victories as well for teams that don't, uh, that can't progress to the next stages. But um, one thing that has that Armagh have definitely seen is exciting games. You know, obviously the, the Ulster final going to penalties, um, you know, the one-point win over Westmead, you know, getting within a couple of points of Tyrone last time out. There's been definitely some exciting games involving Armagh. Just going back to that Ulster final loss, obviously that's it's the penalties is something that we're still kind of coming to terms with, but it is becoming more common in the game and it is something we're going to have to factor in for, for games in the future as well. How do you pick up a team after that? Because it is still a little unusual. Oh, look, there's no doubt it's, it's it's incredibly hard to pick up a team, you know. Um it's uh you know, it's it's look when you when you lose a game, you know, even Henry Shefflin said it after the, the Galway Lions who were heroic the weekend the, the way they played and were obviously, you know, really unlucky at the end and Kilkenny have to get credit for for being there and ready to pounce on on the mistake. But it's very hard to pick up, you know, especially a team that has been working probably under Kieran for nine years and working incredibly hard and putting huge sacrifices in to 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 get ten ounces to finally get that chance to win one. And you know, you're there and you're level after normal time and you know, you were probably did well to get leveled. The boys did really well in the last few minutes to get leveled. Then you're in extra time, you probably play better than Derry and they do really well to get a drawback out of it. And uh and then obviously it goes to penalties and and it turns into a bit of a lottery. But it is hard to pick them up. There's no doubt no matter what you say you know, there's still a medal someone doesn't have in their pocket. You know, that hangover drags on. Um, I think people around them, family members, fans, supporters, people coming up to them, you know, it's it's you know, it's possible constant negativity for the week after. Why didn't you do this? Why when you lose a game at that tight of a margin, there's a hundred and one things that people want to look at about something you could have done better. Um, so it's 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 really hard to it's really hard to pick up a team and um you know, our fellas were 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 heartbroken after that also finally. That's you know, that's that sport, it's tough, but they're they're great lads and they're and they're made of tough stuff and they always come knocking back for more. And I think, you know, what you've seen out of this team is 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 there is no quitting them, you know. Um if you take it back to the Monaghan game, uh, my first year with the lads, uh, the Monaghan game, they were they were eight down at half time or our keeper got, you know, COVID before the game and there was a late change and Monaghan were outstanding in the first half and, and 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 stuck four goals past us and you know we were eight down at half time and, and our fellas were actually came back and made a huge effort in that second half to actually go up two or three or four minutes to go until Conor McManus uh, kicked three unbelievable scores uh, to win the game in the last minute and then you have the Galway thing last year where we were dead and buried you have Mayo this year in the league where you're dead and buried no I presume the RMF fans would be a little happier if, if we could just go win a game comfortably and give them a bit of bit of peace and quiet. But I think there's there's a part of them that probably likes the excitement that comes with it too. So um, I'm sure it'll be no different on on, on Sunday. It's it's you know we're going up to play probably the team that that are most people are saying are, are potentially favourites to win the All Ireland. No, um, you know they have no pressure on. They're they're quite comfortable in their position in the group and. Uh, uh, they know uh, a, a win will see them top the group and give them a week off and get ready. But just to touch back on something you said earlier on, you know, there's no jeopardy. There's huge jeopardy in, in in in. There's only one team that's that doesn't have anything to play for, and that's Clare. Everybody else is is trying to fight for that spot. They could be fourth, and they could be desperate to get a chance to go to somebody and play a preliminary quarter final. There's teams top of the group that want desperately to make sure that they have that week off to give their players a bit of a breather and and get straight to Crow Park and not have the 
the lottery of that game. There's teams in third that want to finish second, so they're home. There's teams in second that want to finish third. So I don't get the, that there's no jeopardy in these groups. Um, uh, there's been a huge amount of tight games, and 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 you know, there's no team going out to try and tinker or trying to see if they can do something. Every team's going out to try and win, whatever that turns out on the day. It turns out on the day, um, but you know, uh, uh, you know, as I said, uh, it's more games, um, and uh, you know, I, I do think there's a huge amount of jeopardy in the groups, whether you're first, second, or third, or ultimately fourth, which is where nobody wants to be because you're out. Um, obviously, when the group stages were made, the Armagh Galway game was one that we all kind of circled because we knew coming into the last week there was going to be plenty riding on this game, and it obviously brings back memories of a, a fantastically tough encounter, but a really fascinating one from the championship last year as well. Um, you mentioned that Armagh were kind of dead and buried in that game, and then came back and unfortunately didn't get over the line on the day. But have you taken many lessons from that loss? And is there, is there anything you can change going into this year, into this game coming up on Sunday that, that you think you can get the victory this time? Yeah, look, I look like it, it just comes down to God. We've been very good. Like, listen, they were, they were level with Kerry with three minutes to go uh, uh, and and uh, we're right there in that All-Ireland final. There was a, a free given at the top end of the pitch that I'm sure Galway wouldn't be happy with and 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 I'm sure Kerry were very happy with it, and especially when when David Clifford put it over to 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 put Kerry a point up. But like that game was was right in the mix. They're 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 a top side. They've added back Ian Burke and they've added in Peter Cook, and you know they're 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 just a they're just a good team. Like it's it's like our games are tight against them last year, and our game in the league this year was incredibly tight. They got a goal in the last minute to 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 pip us. Um, you know it's it's two good teams. Two good teams uh, uh, going at it is probably what's given you the, these these tight games, and uh, you know I think I think it's you know it's 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 I I, I think there's a look there's about probably eight or nine teams that are sitting there now right now to feel like they can win the All Ireland and they have every right to because I don't think there's anybody uh, that much out in front. But if you were to say that one team was out in front, it probably is Galway because of of what they've added to last year's depth and and just the firepower they have with Comer and Shane Walsh. Um and, and Matthew Tierney and, and Peter Cook and all these guys up the top of the end of the pitch they're, they're really strong in the middle of the field you know they've probably got one of the best fullbacks in the country in Sean Kelly Um, you know he's he's marking everyone out of it and he's causing wreck up the pitch and the other end so like they have so many weapons Um, uh, they're just a top team and and, and I think Arma are, are a top team as well in, in that debate so it's it's two good teams going at each other and I'm sure it'll be no different on Sunday and listen, just before we go, um, obviously, you know, Kerry are involved on against Loud this weekend as well. And um, we haven't really seen the best of Kerry so far this year. What do you think that's down to? And and do you think that they will put in a big performance that will make everybody sit up and go, actually, these are the All-Ireland champions and we do have to take them seriously now? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know uh, is the answer to the first question. I think the boys are... Um... You know, I'm, I've no doubt that they've been working incredibly hard. They probably had a lot of changes in 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 their team earlier on in the league, so they're probably trying to find a bit of rhythm. I would say, um, you know, uh, certainly, you know, having the the fossil lads uh, and the Ratmore boys in with the intermediate and junior championships, you know, having to give them a bit of a break afterwards, so so they're able to go. There's probably a, a, a good bit in that, but um. You know, I think Kerry, you know, only speaking from my own experience and playing with them, sometimes Kerry need a spark and they need that big game and that, that you know, that big draw to 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 to, to kickstart them and, and ignite somewhere along the line when, when we've been struggling historically is certainly my playing career. And, um, 
it'll be a tough one for them the weekend. Uh, I, I don't know if, if it's the game that really kicks them into action. I don't know if it's the game that we're going to see them exploding. Maybe it might, but um, you know, I, I, I know they'll be, they'll be uh, really trying to get through to the next round in the best position. And uh, you know, maybe when the guns to the head and, and the knockout element comes in is maybe where you could see them kicking the gear. Kieran Donaghy, thank you very much for joining us. I'm sure you were delighted to see Nikola Djokic uh, capture an NBA title there this week as well. Yeah, no, hundred percent, man. I had uh, I, I I had them picked from from a good bit out, so I was delighted to wake up to the news that uh, that they got it done. And uh, yeah, it's 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 great to see uh, it's great to see a player like Jokic get the, get the plaudits he kind of deserves now at this stage of the game because he's he's just a, an absolutely incredible player. I was watching something on ESPN last night where he's. He outscored Kevin Durant's 28.9 points, you know, uh, a few years ago in his finals where he got MVP. Magic Johnson's best assist finals was 9.4. Jokic at 9.5. His best, uh, the best, one of the best rebounding performances was Tim Duncan. He got 13.2 in, in, in some series, some championship day one. And Jokic was above that as well. And then there was three-point percentage. He had 45% of his trees, which is better than Steph Curry. And, Obviously, you can't compare them to shooters because Steph shoots so many more than, than Jokic. But the fact that he's making forty six percent of them and just yeah, it's it's um, he's he's an incredible all round player that puts the team first and just wants his team to win and doesn't really care about anything else. And that's right up my street as a player. So uh, uh, yeah, really, really, really happy for them. Uh, they had a tough few years over the last number of years with him getting MVP and and them not getting it done. But I think they put the parts around him this year that really bought into the. To the team ethos and 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 coach their coach did an unbelievable job in getting them there. So yeah, it was a, it was a definitely a good win.